0: This is Claire with Clairvoyant Psychic Medium on Village Witch Ramblings. And this is Grace Chronicles. Um, I think that this one's going to be the f- third or the fourth one. I don't know. Because I might have another one that comes out before this. But anyways, introduce yourself. We have a guest.
1: My name's Amanda. I went to Grace with Claire 100 years ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was like 20. 21.
1: It was a long time
0: ago. Ew, it's so great. It was a long time ago. It was a
1: different lifetime.
0: It literally was. Yes. 100%. Literally it was a different
1: lifetime.
0: So um, how I am starting this is, I, I guess I want to just start saying, because I wanted to say this to begin with, like, I, my first impression of you, I was terrified of you.
1: <laughs> Do you know why that's so, like, weird to me is because I was the most insecure, terrified, like sad, depressed little girl oh. ever that went there and felt oh. like I didn't have a friend in the world. So that is so funny to hear you say that.
0: I felt like you were like one of the popular mean girls kind of feel. And oh, I I'm remember so you being very loud. So oh, I so was enough. just yeah. like, I can't, I can't mm-mm. like, and maybe it was the loudness. And now that I'm starting to yeah. kind of like figure it out <clears throat> and maybe it was a trigger but looking at your birth chart you're a scorpio rising so what that means is how you come off to the world is scorpio Scorpio's a little, little could be a little oh that's not normal Ooh, that's a little weird or oh that's dark and mysterious oh what's behind her like definitely different right that makes sense
1: that makes a lot of sense
0: And I have a Taurus rising, which is the literal opposite of you. So so being fully faced with that, I was like, you know? So uh, that makes sense now why I see, like, seeing your birth chart and, like, yeah, you have very – because I have the other Scorpio placements as you – the same as you as well. Like, we have Saturn and we have Pluto, which just basically means we've grown up with a lot of trauma.
1: <laughs> you can say that again?
0: Yeah. But, um, yeah, I guess that was just what I wanted to kind of, like, first start it, like, saying, because I know you weren't there for a long time, and – um I know you were treated like complete crap and I want to hear, I want to hear it.
1: (laughs) You know, it's so funny when I was listening to your podcast last week, when you sent me that one, so many things that I hadn't thought about. I was like, Oh my God, this and this and this, and Oh my God, fuck this and this. Like, yeah, it was, it was like a, I almost feel like, did you watch the show lost? Yeah. I almost feel like we went like into the um, <clears throat> what was that th- the what was that thing called the?
0: Oh my god, I know what you're talking about.
1: You know what I'm talking about that yes. little thing underground. Yes. I, oh, hatch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I almost feel like we like went into the hatch. Right,
0: and that's why, crazy. and I think that that's happening. Well, so you just being a Scorpio rising in general, you are literally on the opposite side of me, and you're dissecting it from. <clears throat> Well, it would be the well let me just look. Hang on. Hang on. I'm gonna be nerdy for a second. No, you're Um, good, you're good. So it's like the third house. So it would be communication, talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like exploring it. So
1: that's I'm very much a verbal processor. Very much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, you have an Aquarius moon. So um your moon is your emotions, and that's how like you relate to your emotions and with having an air in your mood, it has to come out of your mouth for you to even know what you're feeling. So
1: that's 1000% true. Yeah. I was just telling last night, my friend, I'm like, I literally respond to all of life through like words and sound and noise, like every aspect of life all the time. Same. Same. What
0: led you to grace?
1: Oh boy. Um, Okay. So we just talked about, like, I had a ton of trauma. Okay. Like I came from like tons of trauma and I was in high school, like I was just not okay. Like, so not okay. And my mom really pushed me to go there. And I also um, felt like if I go, this is my thought, like if I go hang out with a bunch of homeschoolers, like I'll be fine. You know, like I'll become one with the homeschoolers truly. That's I didn't I know.
0: I had no idea that there was going to be homeschoolers there. So Are you he, fucking kidding me? No, I had no fucking clue. Like, oh, that's so funny. Oh, Just no. different perspectives. Okay.
1: That is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's, that's how I ended up there. Yeah. Okay.
0: So you grew up in church?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, literally I was raised in, like, the epitome of, like, right-wing christian conservative republican family like um i mean we went to sunday school and big church on sundays and wasn't
0: it the berean or whatever
1: no i grew up it it was called first evangelical free when i grew up there okay went to youth groups all the missions trips all the lock-ins all the everything like it was like
0: your whole entire childhood
1: everything like all the way through high school okay and um it was very like i was indoctrinated into shit that we just talked about earlier um mm-hmm. and some of that is still really hard to shake like what do you mean yeah but anyways no, i'll say this you- is kind of like a disclaimer at the beginning like i don't ever identify as christian because i think christians are mostly really shitty but, like, I love Jesus. Like, I love yeah. Jesus so much. Um, But so, anyways, that's a whole other story. <laughs>
0: it's a long fucking story. It's but a long dang. story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, grew, growing up, so you knew what you were getting into. Did you know that Grace was Mennonite? Or based on and Mennonite?
1: Then, I, I just do that right now.
0: Right now, me saying this?
1: Yes, yes. Okay, that's crazy. I those know those are people that they like, go around in like covered wagons and shit, right? <laughs> I mean, really, well, right? Yeah. Oh wow.
0: So shit. I know so, I've been going through the handbook
1: lately. Remember the fucking handbook, <laughs> girl? There's when I was just looking at it on the Wikipedia last night. There are so many things that I had forgotten, and then okay. as soon as I was reading them, I was like, "Oh yeah, I had lots of talks with RAs." And mm-hmm. professors and directors about like why are you watching this channel on television? Why are you doing this? Why you know that's not allowed? And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> like... yeah.
0: <coughs> I remember thinking though back, like me and you were the only ones that I don't even know how to. Well, we weren't the only ones, but we bucked the system. And yeah. I, I knew, I knew you were having a hard time because of it. And did mm-hmm. you know? Did you know that with me? Like, what, what was your view no. of me? I guess
1: I was like intimidated by you. Honestly, oh. I was like, well, this girl is like was so doing. cool and like confident, and I am oh. not. Like oh God, that I was not. Nope, I did not know myself. Yeah, isn't it funny? Our perceptions <laughs> of people are like so off.
0: Yeah. But there's that other rising thing, too. Like, I was a Taurus rising, which Taurus energy comes off as stable, confident, a bull. Like, I got my shit together, you know? Mm-hmm. Um. So you see the world as a Scorpio rising. You see the rest of the world as Tauruses. Like, oh, everybody has their shit together, and I'm a fucking mess. Oh, my God,
1: that's so fucking accurate. <laughs> Holy shit. But I already yeah. know we're going to need to continue talking more after this podcast. <laughs> like, whether it's on a podcast or off, like, we're going to need to continue. Just on. so
0: you guys know, I told her I was going to be like, hey, I'm going to do a little bit of a reading. And she was like, no. And then, and then I explained, like, I'm just going to use astrology. Like, I can't sure. not. It's just in my head. And now she just said that. So, ha ha, skeptics, yeah. bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You went to Grace because you thought in your head, these these weirdo fucking sheltered people are going to at least calm me down a little bit maybe
1: yeah or just like <laughs> um yeah calm me down and just like wow help fix i think i think what i really thought is they would like help fix me
0: yeah make them more like them
1: yeah yeah wow
0: Okay, I went in there hundred percent. Obviously, opposite of that, I went in yeah, there yeah. being like, "I'm free." And it was, yeah, I
1: remember. Free. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know all this shit that like you were homeless and all that. I had no idea until I heard that like a week ago. Oh, uh, what do you want to start talking about first? Like... Okay, so my welcome week did not start off well. Okay, I do you remember that we went to the zoo?
0: Oh, I didn't go. It was like groups. I remember somebody went to the zoo. Yes.
1: Okay. So I told everybody, I have been terrified of the zoo forever, like years and years and years and years. And they were like, my roommate, especially, and like Caleb and Lacey were like, you got to come, you got to come. And I was like, you don't understand. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not good. I do
0: remember this. Maybe I wasn't.
1: I went with them against better judgment. And I was escorted out by paramedics wearing a fucking oxygen mask. I literally lost my fucking mind. And they were all like, oh, shit. I'm like, yeah, I fucking told you. Oh, you so had like a panic attack. Well. I don't take my anxiety from a six to like a 92. I, so that's how I went in. I was just like raw dog in this experience at Grace.
0: Like, <laughs> you had no medicine and you didn't know no, that you had nothing. anxiety. You didn't know. Same. I went into Grace. I was 100% raw dogging it as well. And I didn't know I was an empath. And I have so many fucking stories about that too, which is, but, um, but yeah. Okay. Um, oh, that's amazing. Uh, not amazing, but no, I remember about that. I remember hearing about it. (laughs) Um, oh my God, that's so terrible. So what did the, what did the like paramedics do? Did they just say, what, what did they say?
1: They just like brought me out of the zoo. Um, And I think someone, I think Caleb actually might have been with me and came out with me and like sat there with me like, dude, holy shit. (laughs) You know, and I'm like, I fucking told you, like, I can't, and I haven't been to the zoo since, like.
0: Oh my God. Yeah.
1: I can't go. It scares me to death. Like I watched a video the other day of an animal at the zoo and literally like all the hair on my body stood up. I was like so fucking nervous and anxious.
0: Okay. So yeah, 100% just knowing that you had anxiety at Grace, that was not welcome. Like, wow. No. no Whoa. No. How many things? I have to just say this really quick. Okay. Because you were on three. Where were, what hall were you on? I don't even remember. I think it was three. And your roommate was Renee?
1: Yes. Okay. And, and you- I, I can't believe you remember that. Oh my God.
0: No, because Caleb and I were, somebody and I were just talking, because I said out of nowhere, I was like, why do I have a memory of being in a mansion behind a Target and there was like a... <laughs>
1: that's Renee's house. I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally Renee's house. Oh. And it's funny because I wanted to like cling to her, like, yeah, please be my person and like yeah. help me. And she was like, no, yeah, <laughs> I'm not interested in that.
0: Oh my God. So same experience as me. Fuck. Yeah. And it's so weird how also, and I, I, I'm I not going to sit here and be like, it's because of me. But no, it's because of the energy that we all kind of had together. We all ended up fucking weird after. Yeah,
1: God. yeah, yeah. For sure, for
0: sure. <laughs> like, so yeah. many of us went through so, like, oh, there was a drug phase. Oh, there was a, a little gay phase. There was a but like... Uh, there was a divorce there when, well, okay, let's just first say, how long were you at
1: grace? Um, I was only there for the first semester. Like I, okay. So like a brief, just like rundown of what occurred. Like mm-hmm. I, um, like I said, was not okay. Like I had untreated bipolar one, PTSD oh. and like severe anxiety it was completely untreated. Okay. Oh. Like no medication, nothing. Um, no therapy, whatever. So when I got there, I was like, showed up on the scene, like, <laughs> fucked. Showed up on the scene. <laughs>
0: <It's> like, totally <laughs>
1: fucked. Yeah. And um, I remember, I don't know if you know this or not, but like, I started cutting while I was at great. Oh, I
0: feel like I, I think I do because that, that must have been why I was so big into to write Love on Her Arms. You were the only person I knew that did that.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because I had never done that until I went to Grace and I started cutting at Grace. Whoa. And I remember Renee came home when I was in her dorm room, like cutting the shit. I mean, just like deep, pretty deep cuts like, on blood, your arms. Running, like, yeah. Okay. And Renee came in one night and she was like, oh my God, Amanda. She was like, what is going on? And I'm just like sobbing hysterically. And she's like cleaning up my arms and putting band-aids on me Aww. and shit. And I wore long sleeves for like weeks because of that, you know?
0: I feel um, like right now I have a memory of you telling me about that. Like we might know. have been like sitting somewhere or whatever, but I'm, you must have like, I have a memory of you like lifting up your.
1: Interesting. Hmm. Because I think the thing is, I, like I said before, I knew I needed like help. You know, when I went there and I was thinking this is Grace University, like they'll offer some grace and like help me, you know, and and whatever. I'll be safe Um, here.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so I, I started off strong going to class and going to chapel and then slowly was just like, nah, I'm good. (laughs) Like, I don't think I need that. And I was like, um, giving Renee my badge to badge me in at chapel until they found out she was doing that. And then she got in trouble and I got in trouble and I was like, well, I'm still not going. So I literally, I don't know if you remember this, but I literally like laid in my dorm room almost 24 seven playing Tetris on my computer. Like, and, um, I would get up occasionally and go outside to this like street that ran behind the school and like sit on the curb and smoke cigarettes i eventually was like fuck this and i started smoking cigarettes in my dorm room do you remember that no yes i opened the window i'm like i give zero fucks like zero fucks and i started smoking cigarettes in my dorm room and um the the ra was right next door to us and she came she was like knocking on my door i was done smoking by this time she was knocking on my door and she was like do you smell anything burning i was like "Mm mm-mm like, no, I know. I was like, maybe somebody has a candle or something going. I don't know, I'm like, I've no yeah, idea. yeah, which
0: was illegal. We couldn't have candles, yeah, right, right.
1: And so, they never, well, I think after I left, Caleb told me people found out it was me, oh. but while I was there, like, nobody Hilarious. said to me, We know you're smoking in your dorm room. Um, but like, because I wasn't going to chapel, two things about that one, I had like 700 plus dollars worth of chapel fines to pay when I left. And then I I remember that you
0: got fined for not going.
1: Oh yeah. Because remember the first time you you get like, I think four or five times to miss it. And then after that it's $5 for the next one, $10, $20, $40, $80. Yeah. Every time you miss. So I had like chapel fines up the ass when I left there. Okay. So the other thing is it was like a red flag to them that I wasn't going. So I had to go meet with, I don't remember who it was, somebody. So she, whoever it was, said to me, like, this is not acceptable. Like, we don't allow this type of behavior. You need to get to chapel. You need to go to classes. Um, And you have to join this Bible study. They made me join this, like, small group. But it wasn't people from Grace. It was, like, people from some church in the community that lived close to Grace. And they made me go to this. And I remember the first-
0: yeah, who was it?
1: I don't even remember. Oh, I've okay. like blocked so much of this out. So I went to this mm-hmm. Bible study and I, for the first time I went, I think I kind of alluded to the fact that I was not okay. And everybody was like, shh. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we don't. I thought that's why, why I
0: was here. Yeah, we, yeah, we don't that, talk about that stuff. So. That, that's talk. not a part of this.
1: Yeah, so. um basically and i was like drinking in my dorm room like i was i do remember
0: that i remember you drinking because at that time in my life like i had drank like in my teen years or whatever but at grace i just remember being like why is she doing that i was
1: so confused yeah (laughs) (laughs) clearly not okay a private bible college and i'm drinking in my dorm room like clearly not okay so finally oh also this is crazy i wonder if you were in this class with me but i was in this class that um in english class in like the first assignment of the class we had to write a paper on like an influential person okay so everybody's writing on like the apostle paul jesus christ like all this shit I wrote my paper on Freddie Mercury. Okay. And they were like, they were like, "Um, this is unacceptable. This person is gay. He had a substance use issue. Like we're not accepting this paper. And I'm like, so after all of that, I was like, this is not the jam. Like this is not the vibe I'm looking for. So I called my mom and I was like, mom, I don't like it here. I'm not, she was like over my dead body. Are you coming home from that school? and because it was like her living her dream vicariously through me okay
0: so i have one question yeah.
1: um
0: i and this is something that i think whatever we can edit it out if we need to blah, blah blah um how was your how was grace funded for you
1: my parents paid
0: for it okay so they paid for However. everything or they had loans or what what
1: Okay, so I, that's what I was going to say. However, my grandfather left money for all of us to go to school. Okay. And that's the money they used to pay for me to go. Okay. Cool. So okay. Like, I didn't pay a time for it.
0: Oh, she said over my dead body. So that was like week
1: 1. It was a couple weeks in, okay. it was a couple weeks. And then with all after all these things transpired that I told you about, I met with like the dean like mm-hmm. of the whole university. Okay. And he was like bringing the hammer down like this needs to change immediately like this is not a good look for our school we don't appreciate your behavior like on and on okay nothing changed after that conversation because nothing was different I had no support like nothing right and eventually I want to say like the last two weeks of school they were like basically like we've invited you to not stay here anymore it's like cool I guess I'll go. Do you, this is a weird side note, but do I was winter time, of course. Okay. And do you remember that I wear flip flops every single day of the school of the year? Like mm-hmm. when it was icy and snowy out, I'm in my fucking flip flops. Like
0: I was in a skirt, and everyone was like,
1: Mm-mm. "I remember that, Claire." Mm-hmm. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, I got in trouble for dress code so many times. I remember you being in trouble for dress code, too, with flip
1: Yes. And I remember, wait, do you remember this? It was, like, two weeks into school, maybe three weeks into school, and you cut my hair in my dorm room. Do you remember that?
0: <laughs> and it was,
1: like, I'm, like, I don't give a fuck, whatever. And I started wearing bracelets with, like, spikes on them and oh, band yeah, shirts yeah. that I never listened to. And I wore these, <laughs> like, red corduroy pants, like, every fucking day.
0: I cut your hair. Why did you let
1: me do it? I don't know. I was like, whatever. It's the college experience. <laughs> okay, and I have to say because I heard this on your last week's podcast, um, the band that we went traveled and followed Remedy. all that over was Remedy. your band, yes, Remedy. I loved Remedy. I and know. do you remember that I made shirts for everybody? Yep. R E yep. M E D Y for everybody. Wore one ladder. Yep. I fucking loved Remedy. I know. Like.
0: I know cuz that's how I remember. I was like that was why we went there. You know, like it was, yes. it was that was a big deal. Yeah, and it was they were very good. But yeah, that was fun. That weird, so weird. I can't believe I cut your hair. Oh my god.
1: I can't believe I let you
0: cut my hair. <laughs> I have, the fact that I don't have a fucking memory of that. I memories of you that pop into my head is for sure the remedy thing. Another one is I do remember you crying in your bedroom.
1: Yeah. That sucks. Foreshadowing. <laughs>
0: but I think that it was like I feel like I might have helped you pack or something or helped you.
1: I don't remember. I know. I've honestly sure that... like blocked out so much of that experience. I'm sure you Thanks. did. Yeah. Who because did you come exist. pick
0: you up? Do you remember?
1: I drove home. Okay. I had this shitty red LeBaron convertible. And oh I,
0: my god I thought it yeah. was so cool I was so jealous
1: I hated it you loved it you loved it are you kidding me I like hate I might have played like I did but I hated oh. it I thought it was a shitty car
0: oh my god I remember every time I, I, ever, I ever saw one after that I would always be like oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny
0: because I remember, um, I, I, or maybe I just have the like feeling or memory of being like, oh my God, she's so fucking cool. Cause she has that.
1: Oh my God, Claire. I don't think anyone in my entire life has thought, oh my God, she's so fucking cool. <laughs> oh. yeah, I, swear to God. I mean, today I'm like totally cool with myself, like I'm very confident and like feel good about myself hundred percent and have, you know, a host of people that love me and support me, whatever. But that was, none of that was true back then. None yeah. of that was true. Same. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. We were in such similar spots, but had no fucking clue. And no idea. Wow. And it sucks so bad that, like, you are having like, literal outward panic attacks and yeah. just being fully
1: ignored. Clear. here's the thing. I don't even remember them doing so much to support me as saying a fucking prayer. Right. I'm sure. I don't even remember that.
0: And making you go to Bible studies and making you go to whatever.
1: What? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was so um, damaged in so many ways by my experience there, but mostly like I had grown up with this idea of God. Okay. And went to this school thinking I'm going to get more of that and somehow it's going to help me. And it did the opposite. And I left that school absolutely hating Christians and being very questionable about Jesus, like very questionable because I'm like, this is a school that's called Grace University and they offered none, you know? And I was like, if this is what Christian is, I want nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want anything to do with this shit. And it wasn't until like several years later that I started to become open to the idea of a God again
0: and how like i guess i want to just ask for because i'm i'm conglomerating that in my head and i realized that because of being who i am and talking to dead people and doing tarot and all of that i 100% didn't even think it was an option to think about this ever again
1: yeah yeah
0: so now that i am and I'm confident in my beliefs and understandings and whatever. And I can, I love hearing because I'm learning, but yeah. I'm, I want to hear like, how did that come about? Like what, well, cause I remember after grace, it was like about two years after grace and somebody asked me like a God question and I fully like the stubbornness in me, just like in you, I was like, okay, well I just believe in love. That's it. I don't need to, to say anything about God. That's it, you know? And yeah. I have said that for fucking ever. But in yeah. reality, it's not a bad thing to say, you know? Because in all religions, that is the thing that we need to be focusing on. Um. Yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. I very
1: much was like, um, I never like denounced God, but I was like, I still believed like God was real, but I'm like, I just want nothing to do with you. Like, I want nothing to do with you, with your people. Like, it's all fucked. I don't want any part of it.
0: Hmm. So, you didn't feel betrayed by him. You've no, you felt betrayed by the people.
1: The people. Yeah, totally.
0: This is something that I guess I am, uh, I am, hmm, I am seeing and wondering and whatever that people are they just turn their backs on God completely because of the people, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I don't know. That's something that I guess I wanted to just kind of say that I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there that have done that and that's fucking sucks. And I'm sure we're going to hear a lot of stories while we're going through this grace shit that that's, that's the case.
1: Yeah. Yeah, here's the thing that I have come to believe now is like, and I have kind of a strange story about this, but um, Jesus is for everybody. Like Jesus came for everybody. Like mm-hmm. this is my belief, okay? I recently, <laughs> this is so fucking crazy, it's a quick story. Mm-hmm. I recently crossed paths with this dude that um, is in a fucking cult, okay? Ooh. And I didn't realize this until we'd been talking like for probably a week or two. And he was telling me, like, one night I, I, he called me. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just laying in the, bathroom having a, in the bathtub having a drink. And he was like, you what? Like, which part? I don't understand yeah. what you're asking. And he's like, you're, he's like, you're drinking? I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm having a drink oh. in the bathtub. He's like, I thought you said you loved Jesus. I was like, I do, <laughs> and he's like, "Do you think Jesus would approve of that?" He's like, "Do you think Jesus would go to the bars and hang out with this?" Is a direct quote, "Hang out with the fornicators and the people using bad language." I was yeah, like,
0: "I do think he would." Yep, that's exactly do where. you he remember was. Who Jesus hung out with when he was on Earth? The
1: prostitute. i mean, like, "Do you remember who he hung out with on Earth?" I was like, "Fuck yes, he would be there, and I guarantee you he would have a drink with them." Yep. He's like this is fucking blasphemy. He's like, you need to repent right now. I was like, okay, I gotta go. I'm like, I gotta go, bro. This is not my my vibe at all. Wow. That was crazy. Anyways, I just have come to believe because I have been so broken and just like traumatized by a million things since leaving grace, like that, like Jesus just loves the shit out of me, you know? And like, I love Jesus so much, but I'm not, I don't. I don't like to identify as Christian. I, I still don't like to identify as
0: Christian. I I think that that's really cool that you're saying that and I never have I guess I want to I want to say like uh, my brain wants to use the word spectrum and I don't know why but I've never thought about it as identifying as a Christian. Like, as if you were to identify as gay or identify as whatever. You know, I've never thought of it about it like that. Um, hmm. But that is exactly just as... And, and this is all thoughts that I know that a lot of people have had or whatever. But I love that you just shared that. Um, one thing that that just brought up into my head is on the... There was, like, a day where we had to go, like out into the world and evangelize to people do you remember that at
1: grace i am pretty sure that i was at work that day
0: oh lucky you
1: and they did not like that i had a job same they did not like that i had a job
0: same same i oh i'm gonna go over all of that but pause because i want to tell this story first um i asked to go downtown because there's people downtown yeah. So I'm like, okay, let's go downtown. Let's talk to the homeless people and stuff. And they're like, no. I was like, are you kidding me? Nope. This is a hundred percent serious. That's I think why you went to the zoo. Oh my God. Maybe that's why you went to the zoo. Cause why else would we go to the zoo? Why else would, cause that we were told to go to like the zoo, the malls in West Omaha, um, like West Omaha thing. Like there were certain neighborhoods or whatever, but um, we couldn't go downtown. And I decided to throw a fit and I sat outside and I don't know who was with me. I probably recruited somebody with me and I was like, I'm not fucking doing this. Then this is what Jesus did. I don't know much about God, but you're doing it wrong.
1: Yeah, (laughs) for sure. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. hundred So
0: I, that was one of my first, like, I, I was just slapped in the face so many times with, because was that in Welcome Week?
1: I don't know, but I don't remember doing that. I don't really, okay, so to be maybe, honest with like, I don't really believe in that.
0: I agree. I, I 100% agree. But we don't need to go into that. But, uh, so yeah, I... Yeah, the people is the thing cuz there's so many things. Like I was at a giant huge mega church and literally pointed at in the middle of a service and told to leave because of how I looked. Like I have had so many weird things happen to me that um I should have yeah. came out of that
1: hating God. Yeah.
0: But I knew there was too many things that were going on. Like, I, I am different, and there's too much happening that I have to just trust. And I mean, I, I couldn't basically, you can't, if you are awake in life, if you are aware, let's mm-hmm. just say that, mm-hmm. and you don't think there's a higher power, you're delusional. <laughs> yeah,
1: I agree with that. I agree with that. I feel like those are like the main things that I that stick out in my brain of just like, I mean, I left Grace in way worse shape than I got was. So when what I, happened right
0: when, like, when you got out of Grace? Did what? Ha- what did you do? Okay,
1: so I came home and moved back in with my parents okay. and enrolled in SCC, oh. and um, was drinking a lot and like dropped out of school and then would get a job. And then we quit the job and go back to school and drop out of school. It just, that was like my pattern yeah. until I was 21. And I, I, was, I was drinking very heavily and um, it was certainly like problem drinking. And I had a friend, like the only friend in the world that I had had gotten sober. Um, I feel like I can't, I'm i gonna talk about this, whatever, NAA. It's supposed to be anonymous, but I'm not in it anymore, so whatever. <laughs> um this is like totally breaking traditions but well, I don't give a fuck um
0: I don't she understand through- rules like let's just be real you have an Aquarius moon too and rules <laughs> sometimes are fucking stupid
1: like I've never been a rule follower never it's Same. gotten me in so much Same. trouble Same. <laughs> um but so I she had gotten sober in AA and she was like you should come try this out okay so I went and it was like all of a sudden I had like a host of friends I had people that wanted to help me. I had people that cared about me. And it's like, I had shit to do every night. I went to a meeting every single night for like three years. Okay. Every single night. Sometimes I would go to two meetings in a day. Okay. Because I was riddled with anxiety. I had like severe mental illness. Um, I was using alcohol to treat that stuff. And now, it's like yeah, I will say this forever till the end of time. AA saved my life. But I've come to find out it's not because I was an alcoholic. Um, <laughs> so I was sober three and a half years, drank for three days, and then I was sober 13 and a half years before I drank again. And now I've been drinking since July and like using other substances occasionally, like getting high. And it's not a problem. like
0: Because you figured problem. out how to cope.
1: Yeah, well, I don't. I'm not an alcoholic. Like my ex-boyfriend, I was with him when I first drank and I got high. And he was like, uh, I want to say just as a disclaimer, like it's Delta 8, which is totally fucking legal. But, anyways, yeah. Um, I call it diet so weed. Says, you what?
0: <laughs> I call it diet weed.
1: Diet weed, yeah. <laughs> um, I do like it, whatever. Um yeah. so um, I, I was with my ex boyfriend and got high for the first time. And that was like, uh, imagine going almost 20 years without getting high and then getting high. It's like the fucking best.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Yes. Like the fucking best. Okay. So, anyways, um, and then it was probably a month later until I had a drink because I was so nervous, you know? And so I had a drink wow. and I was like, okay, that's cool. I'm good. And honestly, like the other night I had the worst night at work and I'm like, I'm going to go home and get fucking lit. And I drank like half of a high noon and I was like, God, I'm heartburn. That's over. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm just like not a big drinker. I just like don't love it. I mean, give me a margarita and I'll be like happy as a clam. But the rest of it is kind of like, meh, whatever. Like, it's just, and my friends that are so sober, like most of them won't touch me with like a 10 foot pole. They're like, think they're going to like catch it or something I don't know so I have a couple really close friends that are still really close friends one in particular that's still sober um shout out to Elisa my girl um and um yeah I fucking love her um so anyways um yeah I don't know where I was going with that but I eventually I got okay
0: <laughs> I mean so- a lot
1: more transpired in there but <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah, I guess I want to ask when when did you start your mental health journey for yourself, I guess.
1: Okay, so it was after I got sober. So okay. I um let's see. I think I was like 2 years sober and I was like I am not okay. Like I'm not okay. I like am have so much energy that I feel like my like I'm going to have a heart attack. Like I'm moving so fast, so fast, so fast and like laughing uncontrollably all the time like mm-hmm. I can't handle Fantastic. like I can't control yeah I had no idea and then um and then I like swing to like I want to kill myself and like I'm ready to do it you know and finally somebody in AI, was like I think you should like get some mental health help and I was like oh okay so I went and she's like oh yeah you're certainly bipolar <laughs> like let's get some meds on board Wow! And I've been taking meds ever since granted, like my mental health journey has been very trying and difficult and like a slow process. Like most recently, like I was in um, the psych ward in November for about a week and then um, was in partial care for three weeks after that. And I honestly feel like right now I'm in the best place I've ever been with my mental health, just like from establishing new routines and like doing different things differently um I feel so much better Ah. but it's a journey it's a fucking journey it really is yeah I've been in for multiple times but that was just the most recent visit (laughs) yeah so I eventually I after I had been sober a couple years I like really buckled down and I went and got my bachelor's degree in human relations and then graduated in May and went straight into graduate school in August and got my master's degree in counseling um and worked as a therapist for about six years and then lost my license because I still left with a client. Um, and I deserve to have my license be revoked. I deserve that, you know, and I take full responsibility for my actions. Like this, it was, I was extremely fucking manic when it happened and just like not okay at all. And, um, I recently just, it's been two and a half years since my license was revoked. And I recently had, um, the opportunity to apply for reinstatement. So I should find out within like the next three months, if I am going to get it back or not.
0: Yeah. That's
1: exciting.
0: How many years since you took your mental health journey to when you started school for
1: that? Well, I feel like my mental health journey is like ongoing. Well, oh yeah.
0: But I wanted (laughs) to say when you started it.
1: When I started like myself,
0: your mental health journey yeah mm-hmm.
1: how far into what was I?
0: when did you start school for
1: okay so I started um therapy and medication in like 2007 and I started uh, bachelor my bachelor's degree the same year
0: Wow mm-hmm. oh okay I love the Scorpioness of that where you're like okay. I this is this is me. I gotta figure out everything about it. And I'm gonna learn how to do it and teach it and do all that. Like No, well, that's so me. Same with me. That's why I went to grace. I knew nothing about God. And I was like, I'll oh, I'll go find out. Weird question, and I know that this was whatever. Do you have like a wrist? Do you have wrist pain? No. Your right wrist. There was never anything.
1: I have a tattoo on it. What is it? It says, you won't be able to see it. It says pamo. It's a Tibetan word. It means one who cultivates bravery. And I got it after I had this, like, really, I have had six different sexual assaults. And this was after, um, I'm sorry, seven. Um, This was after the sixth one and it was like unbelievably violent and like traumatized the fuck out of me like I had such severe PTSD I was like hallucinating I mean it was so bad and I wanted to cut really really bad and I was reading this book by Pema Chodron who I love if you don't know her you should check her out she's amazing she's a Buddhist nun and um I fucking love her and I wanted to cut really bad and I was reading her book and I found this word that I had never heard of before. And I'm like, I'm going to go get a tattoo like to feel that physical pain, you know? Yep. And I love it. I absolutely love it.
0: Wow. So does that, is, is that something that you like, like look at all the time that like helps you through like a difficult time or is it a, a
1: coat of armor or something like what, what is that um, to you right now? I would say it's just like, honestly, I don't think about it that often, okay. but I would say it's like, um, when I do see it or when someone asks me about it, it's like, yeah, I'm like really fucking brave. Like something happened recently that I was like, um, I am like way more brave than I even thought. Like,
0: Fuck yes.
1: Good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, do you ever, uh, I know we're running out of time really quick and this is random.
1: You're good. But, you're
0: good. <laughs> Um, when instead of picking a new year's resolution i always pick a word of the year
1: uh, i do that
0: okay is your word brave right now what is what's going on with this word no okay <laughs> my
1: word this year is um sanctification
0: Ooh! oh my god tell me why Tell me why.
1: (laughs) Ain't nothing but a heartache. I have that. I just created this new playlist on my on my Spotify, which I'm like praying my ex boyfriend doesn't shut me off on our Spotify account. Like, please God, don't do that. But anyways, um, (laughs) (laughs) I created this playlist that's like Backstreet Boys, Britney Spears, Christina angular and let me tell you, it is vibes. Like, it takes you back. I fucking love it. But anyways um (laughs) sanctification is just like it means like to be made holy and i have been through um okay four treatments and three psych ward visits okay and like just have had like (laughs) crazy behavior right and lots of problems and um i'm like okay i want to like i don't want to engage in that anymore like i want a peaceful calm serene life and i want to like move closer to jesus like and further away from like anxiety and fear and selfishness self-centeredness all this stuff you know so that's been uh, like my word of the year
0: and you said it means to be made holy, be made holy. Oh, i love that yeah <clears throat> um that's really cool so mine is joy and I based it I, off, I based it off of a book. Uh, the, I was reading a Brene Brown book. It was on it, was on Spotify. Did you know there's books on Spotify? Okay. I did
1: not. Can I yeah. tell you a funny story about Brene Brown? Mm-hmm. I was at this treatment center in I think 2020. <laughs> and I was so fucking defiant at this treatment center. Oh Lord. And um they were teaching, it was called um Shame Resilience, this okay. class that they were teaching. And I would skip it every time. I'm like, I don't have any shame. I'm not. Shame. I don't feel shame about <laughs> shit. Like, I don't know what you're thinking. Like you don't know me. And they finally made me go in. They're like, just try it. Just give it a try. If you don't like it. And they were talking about it was probably ten minutes in. And they're like, Brene Brown, Brene Brown, Brene Brown. And I stood up and I'm like, Brene Brown can suck a bag of dicks. And I <laughs> and here's the thing i have come to love Brene brown right
0: no i fully 100 was in that vibe and i yeah. just like just this was my first book ever that i it because it was on spotify and it was free so i was like well yeah. let's see what this is about you know so i that's the aquarius in us we're like fuck all of this i'm not following the fucking crowd you're all sheeple fuck out you know like
1: <laughs> yeah that's totally me oh totally me it's so funny
0: Uh, But yeah, it was this book and she was talking about how in order to feel joy, we have to be fully present. And in order to be fully present, we can't have anxiety. We can't have worry. We can't be depressed about the past. We can't, we have to be present and we have to be trusting in this moment that another shoe's not going to drop, that whatever. And we can like take this chunk of time and like find that joy in it. So which book is it? Oh. Um
1: let's see here. Audio books. Speaking of books, this is just like a cool little tidbit that I'm like insanely proud of, so I'm gonna tell you. Um I just wrote a book.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: What? Yeah, it's being I'll have like a physical copy of my book in my hands within like four to five months. It's being published right now. What is it about? What is, like, yeah. It's a memoir. It's a memoir. Oh, my God. I'm so
0: fucking excited. Oh, yeah. good. I'm so happy. Oh, congratulations. I don't even know words. Thank you. Thank Yay! you. Yeah,
1: I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited about it.
0: Wow. So did you? Oh, it's because you have a fucking Virgo. Uh, You wrote it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I, I have no fucking desire to do that. People
1: say it all the time, like two people, or they say themselves, like, you should write a book, you should write a book, I should write a book, I should, I'm like, then fucking write it.
0: Right. Like, guess what
1: though, you didn't, and I did. Bitch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, go ahead, (laughs) write it. I'm very much like, don't just sit and talk about something, like, make it happen.
0: Yes. Uh, I don't know what the name of this book is, but I wanted to tell you that that part of you is... For sure, the Virgo, like you, fully why? Because Virgo energy is so. It the words are everything.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
0: You you can you can take a word and you can like blow it out of proportion or whatever. Like, so it's very hard. I have absolutely not a single thing in Virgo in my chart. And I have Pisces in my chart, which is the opposite, and um, which is so different and flowy and gray. And I will sit there and say words that I don't even think I know what they mean. Like I am literally, <laughs> the op- I'm the opposite of you, that. you, you know. I love yeah. So uh, that's why when it comes to writing a book, I'm like, I I need that Virgo energy. Like if I can just shit it out, then they can make it something, you know. But mm-hmm. it's it's because you're ruled by Mercury. Um, yeah, this you guys, you have a full moon this week. This is a really big week for Virgos.
1: Really? What does that yeah. mean?
0: So on Friday, Saturday, we have a full moon in Virgo. And um, it's a big deal because Pisces right now, we're in Pisces season, and Saturn is in Pisces. Saturn is <clears throat> Well, this is a perfect thing. Saturn is like Grace University. We are getting fully schooled and taught and forced in the Pisces realm, which is the all. Spirituality. Everything. The blurry lines and all. So for you being Virgo, and you also have Mercury in Virgo, and it's retrograde, by the way, if you didn't know that. Um, yeah. So when Mercury's retrograde, you're better you're much easier like your thoughts will be better. Interesting. Yeah. The the Virgo full moon is just going to be lighting up all of your Virgo stuff and that could be money cuz that's in your 10th house or it could be friends which is in your 11th house or networking and something like oh, that. Oh cool. Um well that makes sense of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, totally. But yeah, that's let me see if there's anything else that's really big oh you have the same placement as me uh we have jupiter and capricorn um jupiter is the planet of expansion and it's also the planet of good luck so we have it in capricorn which is the shittiest fucking placement to have because it's like really? with hard work you'll get good luck and it's like yeah, god not. damn it you know Other people get like fucking Jupiter and Gemini and it's like they fucking open their mouth and they get good luck. It's, you know, so that, that has been finally set free for you and me. It has been 15 years where that has not been an option. And now we can tap into good luck. Our hard work is finally paying off. Yay, your book. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's why I have my book. Yay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, so the other thing, the big thing is that Pluto moved into Aquarius. So that's right up against your moon right now. So Pluto is the planet of death, rebirth, Scorpio. You're very used to this. So, um, this energy is very comfortable, but now it's going to go a little bit more deeper into your emotions and it's going to get into that fourth house, which is cancer energy, which is mom. So either you... Being a mom, your
1: mom, mom, like just mother. Yeah, this is so funny. Okay, I literally just started working with a new therapist two weeks. Last week was my first time with her and I saw her yesterday. And I specifically went in there and I was like, most of the time when I go to therapy, I'm like, I have this whole yep. shit show going on that I need assistance with. But I literally went into her specifically and I said, I have two things that I'm here for. One is because I want to like release myself from the trauma that was been caused by my mom and to like I need to process this shit with my ex like and we haven't really talked about my ex at all
0: <laughs> I know but I'm curious because well, I wonder if that's even related like he's younger than me love of my life
1: I saw all the pictures you Do you know why we broke there? up? Mm-mm. Religious differences are you kidding me he's like extreme atheist and i am not and he was like you know we were together about six months and he's like you know i just don't see this working out long term like he was never mean to me or made fun of me or nothing yes, of that he looked like such
0: a sweetheart
1: yeah ultimate sweetheart literally like the love of my life um, he's with some other chick right now like oh two God. weeks after we got into a relationship oh, or two geez. weeks after we broke up he got into a committed relationship with some chick. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Wow.
0: I don't think so, man. Like, you have... Um, your future, just to, like, look at this, is going to be so focused on communication in your relationships and being able to be held with your wounds fully open in the, like... Interesting. Interesting. Because that's your, like, I have Chiron in Gemini. You have Chiron in Gemini. That That's our wounds. And your north node, which is your future, is in Gemini. And that's all in your, like, relationship, house, plus transformation. Like, you're going to constantly be changing. And you need someone to hold that. And Oh, I totally do. And commute, like, be on that same communication.
1: Yeah. He was oh. amazing at that. Amazing at that. Mm-hmm.
0: He was. Well, I wish
1: you were going to say, "Oh, there's love in the future."
0: Oh, I mean, there very well can be. Yeah, I can say I could. Can... Libra is broken right now, and your Venus is in Libra. So after January, this next January twenty twenty five, um, then I know, I know, but it's because Libra right now is in the South Node. So your Venus is in Libra. The South Node is your past. Right now, you are like processing all of your wound hurts past relationships, whatever. So you can move into the Aries energy, which is I can be independently dependent on myself, but have an accessory human.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's next year?
0: After January, yeah.
1: Oh jeez. Yeah. That's cool. Oh,
0: this has been so much fun.
1: I know this has been amazing like I've loved chatting with you thank you so much for asking me to be on the podcast thank like, you this is, so cool
0: yeah ah I'm so excited to like continue like hearing about your journey and all yeah, of that yeah so, same.
1: there's so much more I'd love to hear about you too
0: For sure, but, cool. okay you bye know.